Welcome to Toast in the Morning. It is now time to put on your big boy pants. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to this uh, lovely episode of sorts of Toast in the Morning. Today's a big week. We have the New York Giants taking on the Finns in Miami, I believe. Yes. In Miami. Where we'll get to the face off of hopefully Daniel Jones, but looking like uh, Mr. Glennon facing off with uh, Tua Tagovailoa. And hopefully we can match up. Maybe you should put Brissett out on the field. That I would really appreciate yeah. that. And it's honestly looking like the narrative on Tua has been changing the past couple of weeks. And I don't know where all the Tua love has kind of emerged. It's kind of like a, after they won like two games in a row. And I was like, hey, he's not too bad. That's what we've been waiting for. It, you know, it's, it's Dolphin fans, I hope you kept your receipts of pretty much all of the media just ripping on him. Including it's, you. I've been critical of them. <laughs> but, okay. I've been well, of course, but of course, I've always been like, why are we just ripping on him already? He he's only played like 10, 11 games in his now career. Now people are saying now now people, he's if he enters the overrated aspect, now I'm gonna get upset because now I've seen people commenting that he's gonna enter a Josh Allen recovery arc and he's gonna have a bounce back season next year, and he's gonna be a top tier quarterback. He's hyper accurate. These are things we knew, but the Tua's problems still exist. He still can't throw the deep ball. He still has a noodle arm. But once again, he's hyper accurate and lacks mobility. We knew this. He is like a five ten Mac Jones. Yeah, but Mac Jones was always has gone all the love. All the also the like six four with a rocket arm. That's true. That's true. Not, he doesn't actually true. not lied about that. He does have a rocket arm, but he he's has six a six four. He's six four. Six four. Yeah, exactly. He, six four. Hey, he's doing his job and they're winning. And I guess we'll get into them in a little bit, but I'll, I'll, I'll uh, talk about Mac Jones in a second. I'll yeah. discuss him because he is getting all the praise he deserves, but at the same time, more criticism. Like he's getting praise in the wrong places and criticism in the wrong is, places. Is it kind of like back like a backhanded compliment? Pretty much. Of? It's kind of like it's you're like, doing good because of Belichick. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But before I just want to finish off with this Tua thing, I think the reason why people are coming around Tua is because he's played 16 games, 17 games. So it's like a full his season. His full season of two. So, so, so like, yeah. So using like the whole 17 games. So yes. it's like, oh, if it was a full season, it's like, oh, it was not too bad. And I'm like, yeah, so shut up. Just like, why it's actually people are comparing his stats are fairly on par with Kyler Murray's first 16, 17 games. Exactly. I saw that. But and, also, we're not taking account Kyler Murray runs for five, 600 yards. But going into this matchup on Sunday, the winner is flat out going to be who turns the ball over less. You have two teams with pretty solid defenses and pretty horrendous offenses. Um, they're probably going to be some, I think, at least one defensive touchdown, whichever way it goes. And whoever, once again, whoever turns the ball over less is going to win the game. Uh, Daniel Jones is known for his mishaps. Two has the occasional 
moment where he has like a relapse. Like he has the rosers like, wow, he made a really nice sideline pass over the shoulder, real accurate. And then he'll miss a receiver by 10 yards and you'll be like, wow, who the hell is this? Similar to Daniel Jones in a sense. Where high, there's some high highs, show some flashes, and then they make plays that make you question what the hell is going on. And my most concern is that the Giants came off a horrendous win last week where we switched to Freddie Kitchens and still had no offense. Yeah. I was at the game. I was scouting. I was doing insider scouting. I was at the game. Um, but, yeah, I, I was just watching that offense. I'm like, what is – like, did Jason Garrett leave? Like, I, I didn't notice a difference with the offense. It was still – I mean, still within the same organization. I don't think Freddie Kitchens yeah. was a great Although, play caller over there. Yeah, no. No, in Cleveland, no. It was – the big yeah, problem no. with Cleveland, honestly, you could see it at times last week. Freddie Kitchens had a big issue with boomer bust plays. He would call a lot of plays where there was one read and there wasn't too many bailout routes, wasn't too many underneath paths. Uh, and that was a big issue with Baker Mayfield being a young quarterback at the time because, okay, in contrast, you see with Mac Jones in New England, you got to give these guys underneath routes that they can dump the ball off to when they have no read. You're not Aaron Rodgers, and you can't sling the ball 15, 20 yards down the field every play. Yeah, no, none of them can. Not a whole lot can do what he does. There's about so, one quarterback in the league that could do that, yeah, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, not even yeah. Patrick Mahomes can do that this year. Not this year, no. Uh, and even Josh Allen as well. So. Uh, I, want to, I want to go back to the um, – those young quarterbacks, because, you know, talking about, like, let's say you had a redraft this year. Where does Mac Jones end up falling, right? So, people mm-hmm. – you got people saying, oh, he'd be the first overall pick. I disagree with that. Trevor Wine still goes yeah, no. one. He's getting better and better by the week and showing flashes. He's in the worst system by far. He'll take his time. He still goes first overall. But I see a legitimate world where he ends up going number two to the Jets – but no matter yeah. what, Trey Lance still, I think, goes three to San Francisco. To San Francisco. The only other change in quarterbacks I see is maybe oh, I think the Panthers picked Justin Fields, which I had them and what they should have picked from the get-go in my mock draft yeah. because they basically had Cam, replaced him with Teddy. Teddy wasn't the answer. Replace First off, they should have never moved up from Teddy. But, okay, we need a future. We went to Sam Darnold. Play Sam Darnold with P.J. Walker. So all come full circle and bring back Cam Newton. And I was saying pretty much offseason or whatever about Cam Newton, and I, and I was like, I saw him against – I saw him twice last year against when he played against Miami. I don't know what the hype was. I don't know what the hype was. And you just see the arm. It's not there anymore. It's shot. Like, like if you want to say two has a noodle arm, what does Cam Newton have? There's no that's power like, behind his arm. It's just negative accuracy. Like, he'll throw it 100 miles an hour. Even then, I, I don't even think he has any oomph in that, in the, in that arm anymore. Like, there's just no, there's really nothing there as a, as a passer, unfortunately. So, and, and it feels like now everyone's like, oh, he, so he might not be good anymore. And it was crazy because all the talk in the offseason is like, oh, Cam Newton's still out there. Miami, you should definitely get him with the whole Tua thing. And 
here you go. And I, I saw it on Dolphin Twitter. I need to get off of Dolphin Twitter. I need to get off of Twitter sometimes. Yeah, I need a break from that stuff. But I still think Tua should give a big F you to Miami and leave. Oh, well, I hope he doesn't because he's playing some good ball. He's playing. He's playing the. This is the best stretch. Not even forget the fans, but the organization has shown him oh, no yeah, zero clear, support. Well, clearly, and they wanted to go not only not draft you. Your head coach didn't want you. Your fan base didn't want you, and your organization wanted to trade for another quarterback. Yeah. Why? I don't care. I'm not playing for you. Packing my stuff well, up and going to Denver. Well, let's well, let's see. Uh, ooh, Denver. I don't know if uh, that'd be an interesting fit, but um, we'll have to see. Uh, there's still five weeks left in the yeah. season. <laughs> who knows? Like, who knows? Like, Dolphins are on a good on a good stretch. But they still got five more weeks to play. Who knows where they finish? And does Brian Flores still survive or not? He survives. And I still think in, he's kind of on the hot seat still because they're five the and defense, seven. His, the defense is performing. That's his job. Yeah, but then it's like, where was this defense during that seven seven game losing streak? Well, a big problem during that seven game losing streak. If you ask me, you have Jacoby Brissett on the field who goes three and out every possession. Defense is on the field ninety percent of the ball game. Well, yes, I, I I've said that plenty of times, but like there were so many games where I just saw the defense. I'm like, where are the big plays that? These guys had last year: Jacksonville, Atlanta. They gave up how many points? They gave Atlanta like thirty-eight points to Atlanta. It's it's not good. So, uh, you know who's a guy who probably gets drafted earlier? Uh, Rousseau kind of had a hot start. I don't know what he's doing right now for Buffalo. Um, hey, Jaden Phillips was. Jalen Phillips. I am not a big fan of him. He's, uh, he's not doing too great for Miami. Six and a half been, sacks. He, he has he has more than uh, your boy Ojolari. Ojolari is more of a threat in the backfield than Jalen Phillips is this year. He's wow. All more right. quarterback. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's more quarterback hits, and he's also just a, a disruptor. You know, oh, I I barely saw him last week, so sorry. That's because I saw I saw I saw Jalen Phillips uh, have three sacks last week. You know, he's a constant threat. I don't want to say constant. He's a threat. So, so he had three, so he has six and a half sacks in the year, three sacks in one week. That, well, you know, that's not telling me he's not constant. He's constantly getting in the basket. <laughs> like hey, you're saying that with Ojolari. I'm saying that with Phillips as well. He's, he's playing this past four or five weeks. He's been, he's been constantly improving. Yada, yada, yada. All but, right, all right. Hey, Jill Wall, Jill Wall might be the best receiver in, in this we'll talk, class. We'll talk about our selections real quick. I want to get off the NFL, honestly. All right, um, all right. Honestly, we need a break. Forget the NFL. But right now, ah. I'll tell you, we both have New Orleans against in the first game. And Indy and Minnesota. Oh, wow, we do. <laughs> okay, but this is the best, big disagree. Okay. Already have it marked green. The New York Giants are going to go into Miami and beat the um, – 17-10 final. If Mike Lenz quarterback, I'm going 27-6 Miami. Six. How would Daniel Jones plays? 27-13. 27? Where are you guys getting 27 from? 
We scored. We scored thirty. We scored thirty-three points against Carolina last week. Who would you play again? Carolina. You know the the best, arguably one of the best passing defenses. You know it's crazy. You know we we did to okay uh, okay I'm, so, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry okay we okay, take okay. turnovers okay three okay. interceptions I'll, I'll and a you, fumble okay I'm sorry twenty four thirteen Miami still wins sorry you know my bad and he's been invisible this year but do you know who he is <laughs> uh, off of that we have I have Tampa Bay uh, next game yeah. I have Philly beating the Jets I'm I'm quite shocked that you're picking Philly. I don't want them to win, I, but I think they will win. Jalen Hurts is going to bounce back off of three turnovers. I contemplated that, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Why not the Jets? Just screw it. Uh, Chargers need to bounce back. They're going to beat Cincy. Um, yeah. Herbert has been – actually has had the most um, dump-off passes out of any quarterback this year, not fitting the narrative that he's the, been the biggest gunslinger. He's actually had the most yeah. drop-offs and underneath routes out of any quarterback. And that's impressive because there's two quarterbacks in the league named Mac Jones and Tua Tonka Vailoa in the league. But no, it's it's the offense restricting, which is, which is true. The offense in Carolina uh, in uh, Los Angeles is restricting. That is that that is the play call. So I think they need to find a new OC and new head coach that's besides the point. Who head coach? There you got a new head coach. Not a head coach. I meant new OC. Just on OC. Yeah. But uh, Vegas. We missed. Well, also, we both. Did you say we both picked Arizona? We both picked Arizona over Chicago. I think you missed that. Yes, I missed that. But we okay. both picked Vegas. I have Baltimore beating Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Um, Lamar needs to wake up. He's had two pretty horrendous weeks. It's killing my fantasy. So I need him to do his thing. It's fantasy. Is it fantasy playoffs this week or next week? I'm gonna say next week. I don't think it's already this week, right? Picked up Kenny Galladay off of waiver wires. So, mm. 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 Terry McLaurin right. and Tyler Lockett really failed me last week. Another one. Like, I have like a good team of bums. Like, I don't understand. Lost Derrick Henry, but I have Mixon. Mixon's been like RB3 okay. this year. All right. All right. My good. receivers are Mike Evans, who went to sleep, Terry McLaurin, who went to sleep, and Tyler Lockett went to sleep this week. Tight end Hawkinson, who either gets 20 or zero. And then defense and kickers change. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have Pittsburgh winning. They got to bounce back from that. I said Lamar's my loss. Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, Baltimore's um, got to bounce back from that embarrassingly too. So, yeah, but they still won. So, I'm going Pittsburgh. San Fran beats Seattle. Seattle's a dumpster fire. Um, Russell Wilson to New York. It's I pick Seattle more of a pride thing because I once again I don't want San Francisco winning because we have their first round pick. The Giants have like but, the, the fifth and sixth overall pick. Yeah, not too bad. But San Francisco, they're turning around. Jimmy G, man, Jimmy G is a, I think he's a pretty good quarterback. So, uh, it kind of it kind of sucked when everyone just kind of, there everyone was on the the Jimmy G bandwagon when he got traded, and then like the instant when he got injured, everyone was off. Even when they made the the Super Bowl, everyone just was like, okay, we're done. So, he could still throw the ball. He's still an above average quarterback. Yeah, I, I've I've never understand the Jimmy G hate. I know he's making a lot of money, but I think he's a, I think he's a very solid quarterback that can win games. Kansas City beats Denver. They're going to continue rolling. Had a, like a yeah. three and four start, and now what are they like seven eight and four, seven eight and <laughs> yep. three? Yep, they're yep they're, they are. Yeah, that's pretty much what I said. And they'll they'll yeah, pick it up. Moving on Patriots now, I believe first 
uh, second in the AFC. They're back. <laughs> My boy, Mac Attack Mac Jones Mac is, going Attack. To, is going to be Buffalo. And this is what I'm talking about when I was saying before. Maybe he's getting too much praise because he's playing Belichick. He's also getting too much hate because he plays for Belichick. Um, a lot of people like to say that, you know, all these other quarterbacks have higher ceilings than Mac Jones, whether or not you agree. I think people just like to say that because he lacks mobility and speed compared to those guys. But since one can not can a six four quarterback not develop the same thing as those guys, if he's hyper accurate and can throw the ball down the field, you're there's a spot for you in this league. Um, there's nothing he can't learn. He's a he's a workhorse and he's a smart kid. He's played for two genius coaches. He knows what he's doing and. Damn, he could throw the ball with such finesse, and you know the Patriots seem like they're having like they're having fun over there a little bit. You see Kevin Moore with a stiff arm right? I was born. He had that stiff arm down Kendrick the sideline. Yeah. Kendrick, why is yeah. it Kevin? I think he's said Kevin. But says what Kendrick Bourne had the stiff arm down the sideline. <laughs> Belichick was imitating the locker room. He was having a little bit of a laugh with it. Belichick was hitting him with the ooh, as he gave him the uh, gave him the game ball. It's interesting. I think Bourne's a solid receiver, actually. All the like Frazier signs are like I I said like a few weeks like a few weeks ago when they were like one and four one and five. I'm like none of their free agent signings besides Judon were clicking. They're clicking now. All now all of them are clicking. I'm like, oh my god, Hunter Henry's <laughs> that guy. Hunter Henry's that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I I always been I I like Hunter Henry. He just always never. He just couldn't stay healthy. And, in the Chargers, but of course, he's healthy now. He's healthy. Wow, who would have um, thought? Ever Mondre Stevenson, at running Judon back, is is a good playing to all pro calibers right now. He was, yeah, he was. He's been the most consistent, arguably the most consistent figure on that team. I would say. My, my brother trying to make the nonsense comment that he'd take uh, Judon over Michael Strahan, and I was backhanded and oh. off. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I was like, Come you're not on. serious right now. Like, Judon's having an all-time year. He's like a Pro Bowl year. I'm like, oh yeah, he's having a Pro Bowl year. Michael Strand was having a Hall, a of, Hall fame. of Fame. He was having a Hall of Fame All Pro type of year. Yeah. Like, I don't. By the way, it was a he had a very nice, uh, very nice speech at the uh, hap, uh, for his. Yeah, uh, John Mayer's got to figure it out. Nice. He defended him. Yeah, he 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 got oh he got booed. John Mayer when, when oh, he I, brought up John Mayer oh, oh, but the classic hey 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 that that reminds me when um. When, when uh, Mike Piazza retired, the guy's never retired, and he brought up the Wilpons, and everyone just booed him. And he was like, "Hey, hey, 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 listen!" And everyone was like, "Yay, Mike!" Woo! It's just, it was like the same thing. So, but um, I have Buffalo winning. It can honestly go either way, but because I'll give the edge to them because they're at home. Oh God, no! Like, you know what? Twenty twenty is the anomaly year. Yeah. We had the pandemic. The whole world shut down. Normal was not normal, which was also not only our lives, but also the Patriots stinking. Now, 2021, we're back to normal slightly, and now they're back. And Pete's showing my uh, my awful take of the Saints making the playoffs with a winning record with Trevor Simeon. It's not working out, and I'll admit, it's a bad take. I try to throw it out there. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a fun it's, one. It's, it's, it's a bad take. I Look. I've had some decent takes. I've had some really bad takes. <laughs> this is oh. a really bad take. You've had some highly questionable takes. I don't think they ever come true. Oh, of just course. Like really, you're like very young. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't want to seem like I'm like. <sighs> you genuinely believed it. I'll give it to you. 
I was about to say, I don't know if I really did believe it. It was kind of, you, you kind of threw, threw me, you were like, send me a take. I was like, hmm, you know what? How about this one? And it really backfired. And yeah, they're not good. And apparently they might start Taysom Hill quarterback, New Orleans. Uh, he's just so been hurt. That, That's the only reason. Um, has he been? I guess so. They, throw, he, was like, he was in a situation on, where he was like, he's healthy enough if they need him for a player or two, but he's not healthy enough to play an entire game of quarterback. I thought Trevor, Trevor Samuel would do just enough, but he has very much done not enough. But with moving on from the NFL, because I honestly can't hear it anymore. What's going on with uh, Notre Dame? Huh? Ooh, good segue. We haven't talked about those these guys in like nine months. I think it was like our first episode. I, I checked the Spotify Wrapped for our podcast, and our first episode was us talking about the playoff game when they lost to Alabama. But um, so Brian Kelly just left, <laughs> and. I wasn't too happy with it. I've never been the biggest Brian Kelly fan. Um, I can appreciate what he's done by turning around this program, but I'm not a fan of how he carries himself. He's like a Hall of Fame asshole. Yeah, he is an Hall of Fame asshole, isn't he? And he just kind of... This is the second time he's up and left like this, and you guys have mm -hmm. a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, and the reason why we might not make the playoffs, we, we dropped a place in the playoffs. Not because of our, our performances, it's because Brian Kelly left. I didn't even it's, know this. It's so apparently it's a criteria that they just they, they made up. It's it's whack. <laughs> it's stupid. It's, and it's so no we don't like the you, program. It's um, is, yeah, he, it, is he coaching it, out the rest of the year? No. No, Damn, it's uh, gonna be it's gonna be uh, Marcus Freeman, the defensive coordinator. I don't know a how they lot don't. of I don't know how they he doesn't make this announcement or leave until the season's over. It's, I don't, it, I it's, a, it's, it's a dumb rule that having throughout college football. It's dumb. It's really stupid. It, so it's, does, it's, he, does he get a ring if you guys win a natty? I would I would take the ring and take a shit on it <laughs> and tell him to kiss my ass and just there you go. But it's but, okay. You guys aren't going to win a natty. Georgia runs away with the, this year. There's no team that could come anywhere I, I near would, a natty would, other than Georgia. Would, Alabama can't even touch Georgia. Auburn just gave them that game. They gave them that game. And I'm so sorry, but all I can say is that's why I can never get stupid into college football like that. I am a Rutgers fan. I watch games. I enjoy college football, and I like it. But – the way it's set up, especially with recruits, and everyone goes to the top schools, and there's one school that's ridiculous. Bob Stoops. Look, 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 Lincoln Riley. He just leaves Oklahoma, and like six of their top recruits just left, just decommitted. And they're probably going to join him. And everyone's entering the transfer portal. Yeah, Spencer Rattler is, gonna, is uh, leaving. Well, he was already going to transfer. I feel like. Well, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but, but the yeah, entire but, program of four and five stars is up and leaving. It's like an empty yeah. closet in Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, bring back Chip Kelly. <laughs> God. Chip Kelly was a pretty he solid a, college coach. He's doing some good things at UCLA. He's he's turning that that program around for sure. But the last okay. thing I'll, I'll leave on that Brian Kelly thing is, I it's like people are saying, oh. He, you know, uh, he, it's just business. You know, it's just business. 
He doesn't. Who cares what the the players think? It's whatever. And I I get that. Look, if you There's threw me nine point five, it nine point five million dollars, would you take it? Yes. And I don't blame him on that. You would, go, you would go play for the New England Patriots next week if they waive $9.5 million in your face. I'll, I'll consider it. Here's oh. the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, it's like he is, it's like he has built up a relationship. He's been there for 10, 11 years. All he has to do is just go up to the athletic director and go up to his staff and go up to his players and say, hi, hey guys, listen, I'm leaving. I got this offer. I'm going to leave. Like, let media. them know. It's like, instead of social media. And I hate the whole, like, oh, business is business. It's like, no, that's an awful way to do business. It's like, I hate that whole ruthless business thing. It's like, you should, like, understand you have to make those tough calls. And I understand it's probably a tough call, but you have to at least present yourself. Be like, listen, like, at least present, like, listen, this was, it was tough, but for at the go. Meeting for two minutes. For two minutes. See, and he didn't take any questions, just talked for two minutes and left. And it's really interesting seeing the narrative now for Notre Dame shifting a little bit because Notre Dame is a predominantly a very much a hated school. Everyone hates Notre Dame, unless you're not a Notre Dame fan. Now, a lot of people like are now kind of, yeah, I love Rudy too. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 now it feels like a lot of people are like, Oh, this is gonna be fun watching Notre Dame now. Under Marcus Freeman, who I'm, I'm really happy he's going to be the new head coach. I think he is a tremendous defensive mind, and I think he's, a, he's an incredible recruiter. So, we'll see what happens. And all of his, and he was trying, and Brian, I'll leave this as well. Brian was trying to get a majority of the, uh, the staff from Notre Dame. Pretty much all of them has the has are going to stay. So that's kind of great that they're not just following Brian. Kelly. They want to stay here in the school. Uh, Lincoln Riley is another one. He happened yeah. for USC. I can't blame him. Um, it's not only a He's, great school with a great area to live in. Who doesn't want to live in Southern California? Make all that money. And then it's funny because he they had the quote on ESPN where it's like, oh, this can be the mecca of football. And his players were commenting on that post on ESPN, the former players saying, like, oh, you told us that oh, yesterday. I didn't see that. Man, like, that messaging, man. It, it can come to come around and bite you. So I can't play like Ken Riley. Uh, I would do the same thing to go play coach at USC in the Pac-12. It'll be in easier. The Pac-12 and live in Southern California. Yeah, he. It, it's it's going to no be, brainer. It's it's literally going to be like what well, he had in Oklahoma, just on the West Coast. In the big be gorgeous. He's going to ha- dominate yeah. the Pac-12. Oregon, watch out. USC's back. He he got a uh, one of the decommits from Oklahoma as a five star quarterback. He yeah. flipped to USC, so he recommitted to USC like the next day. Yeah, exactly. So he probably knew be before he left uh, for USC. Like he yeah, probably, probably told him he's like, just be ready to decommit because I'm leaving. So how many of uh, these players don't really care about the. The school they really care about. Yeah, nobody, the, nobody cares about the school. It's like the same thing when Shiano hired our Rutgers and recruits that we would have never touched started coming to play for us. That would have gone true. to that's play true. for Penn State, would have gone to play for other schools, and then Shiano comes yeah. and tells them, like, look, you could be my guy. You could be a starter at Rutgers or a third string at Penn State. Also, you just 
better connecting with these players. And I think Shiano's is just, you know, he's a lot NFL better than guy. the guys that come he out. He knows what it yeah. takes to go play at the next level. Guys and also he, he, he has a proven track record at Rutgers in his first step. So where I see Rutgers being a six, seven, eight swing team in the next two years. We have a four-star quarterback. There's a freshman this uh, yeah. year that didn't play. Yeah, I wanted to see more of them. Six, seven wins. I could see us getting in the, like button by like two years from now. Because we have four, but there's some solid four, three, four star, star recruits that haven't touched the field yet because they're young kids. The Shiano system hasn't taken place yet. It takes two, three years for, some, for all your guys to be playing. Yeah, it seems like he's very much on seniority. That's why you saw Vitro play a lot. Regardless of how good, how not good he is, I, I think we all know about that Pete's that sounds by Pete that you know. We basically yeah. had Taysom Hill's degenerate nephew play quarterback. It, no, it's literally like Ian Book, but like less accurate. It's a less accurate Ian Book. I would say Ian Book would have done phenomenally in for for Rutgers compared Ian to Book Noah Vigil. Is, oh, absolutely. I mean, Ian Book is playing the NFL. No, Vigil is not going to. Although I, I heard on the broadcast, he might come back for another year at Rutgers for like his sixth year. I, I saw that. Is that I even saw, possible? I, heard that, I was like, I guess he got the retro. And I guess because of a, was it because of the shortened season with the COVID? They get another well, year. He got a COVID year. He got a COVID year on top of the retro year. I, I guess so. That, that's been instances. That I didn't even know that. Yeah, was I remember Sean Crawford from Notre Dame. He had six years. So, yeah. Um, college football. This is going to be an awesome weekend for college football for all the uh, conference championships. It's be a lot of fun. And uh, I want to leave this. I guess we'll leave it on one more topic here. With the MLB lockout? Well, before that. What Max Scherzer New- the Mets? The New York Mets were spending money, baby. It felt really good to spend Welcome money. To being the Dallas and- Cowboys, the MLB. Hey, you know what? To see crazy? Jacob Degrom pitch uh, twelve games this year. Hey, we're gonna look good in those twelve games, man. I'm, we're gonna look good. Um, Just to lose one nothing every game. Hey, but, but but hey, 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 hey. Listen, the Dallas Cowboys gets all the recognition. I didn't see a single media sports outlet. Dedicate five minutes of talking about Max Scherzer. Not a single, not a single second. I'm going to lose. I might as well get recognition for it. Exactly. I want pride. Damn it. I want respect. But um, oh, it, was, You're a it felt fan. good. Come on. Hey, you guys are sliding a, uh, a little bit. How about your boy John Wall? That that take. This has not been aging. Yeah, yeah, not Brooke is playing pretty good you, for you, LA. You, you, you well, he's you, just you, like you, hanging out on the bench. But hey, he. Hey, Russell Westbrook did flip us uh, Kuzma, uh, Harrell, Montrezl Harrell, and KCP. Although, although, although Kuzma has has slid a little bit, but Harrell, I I love Harrell. He's awesome. And KCP is a I perfect mean, three. Who you your best player? What Brooklyn Nets? Cool. I love Spencer Dinwiddie so much. Thanks. But um, go Mets. Mets. Uh, what does the lockout mean for the MLB? Does that mean a short season? How long is that going to take to resolve? 
I wanted to be optimistic and say there is no issues, but like they had a seven minute meeting uh, yesterday. Why could we never like, on the same page? Hmm. No. <laughs> oh, no, they, they are on the same page. There's going to be a lockout, and we got the <laughs> lockout. Uh, um, I want to be optimistic and say that we're going to have a full season. But there's also a world where we don't uh, have a season. I know. That would be so I mean, bad. And then you're losing a year under Grom's contracts. I don't even you're... care at that point. I just want baseball, man. How many I years does baseball. Grom have Because I know you guys signed him for a minute. I think he has an opt out after this year. So, who knows? So, there's a real world where this season doesn't happen. Degrom opts out for a mega contract in like LA. We'll see about that before Steve Cohen gives him about fifty billion dollars and say, "Stay here, champ." But just um, turn around and give him the entire organization to get to come play. Imagine oh, Garrett yeah. Cole, and Jacob Degrom, man, two man. best pitchers. Well, in baseball. Well, 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 why? Well, why would he play? Why would? Why would Jacob Degrom play with the third best pitcher in New York? Whoa, <laughs> like Garrett Cole's better than Scherzer. Nah, no, no, man. I I would say that even if he was in New York or was in New York, he's. Max Scherzer has aged like a fine wine. Can we? Although that's for, for, although more like, although it's mainly for Orlando, but still. Watch him have like a five ERA this year. I clipped that and said, Max Scherzer is aged like a fine wine. Your takes usually it's, turn it, to it, rotten. It, no, but here's but the thing. Here's the thing. You can't make a post on that because all the ones that we have on Instagram have aged poorly. The ones that have been decent. So don't clip it. All right. Don't clip it. See, I got to pull through them. What was the, the one you said on John Wall? I gotta just take a quick look at that one. John Wall's a hall, it's an all-star caliber player. Uh, is that exactly word for word what you said? It's pretty much it's pretty much the like John Wall's pretty much a, a whole yeah. game caliber player. All-star, yeah. I, I guess we'll leave it at that. Is that was horrendous take. What the hell is that? <laughs> Your what? voice just collapsed. Is that like yeah? I pre I pre sorry. Enough of you speaking. Anyway. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, for people who can't see, I just muted Evan for the time being. His voice was irritating me. For my hot takes. Well, thank you for, for tuning my in. hot takes. I love you all. Happy to be back. What? I'm not. I'm I'll, I'm happy to be back after a week. Very much needed. Thanks for being break. Yeah. Thank needed. you to everyone. Have a good night.